Okay, the record button has been hit. Oh, dear Zoom, please be nice. Please be nice to me, my wonderful guest. Please be nice. I always have to do this. Please be nice because you are known to be very, very wonky. Not only on me, but her as well. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. Welcome to Black Lions Domain, kids, better known as Universal Grounding. I have a lovely one guest tonight. I've been thinking about her all day, kid. Yes, I have. <clears throat> okay, so she's a book doula. She's a best-selling author. She's a businesswoman, a mother. Uh, believe it or not, kids, uh, I actually got a, a witch on my show, and that's very, very exotic. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, what else? Uh, an associate of a dear mentor of ours, <clears throat> and much, much more. And we will divulge in this stuff in whatever blessed time we actually have. So welcome to Black Lions Domain, Jan Brent. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to, to be uh, here. Thank you very much. Love for agreeing to come on. All right, so my background with you, my dear, uh, stems to one Blair Hayes. Hi, hi, Blair, if you're listening to this. <clears throat> I understood that you were actually in her book series called She is Magic, and I actually read your book series called uh, Ascension, I believe uh, numbers two and three eventually are going to come out this year or into next year. Mm-hmm. And I said, ooh, this is great beans. I was going through a very rough day at work about a month ago. And after coming home from what seemed like I almost was uh, fired from the division I was working in, I said, okay, I'm going to finish this book. I keep on getting this nudge, knock, knock on wood, <clears throat> to finish it. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to not bother my surrogate dad. I'm not going to bother anybody else. I just want to eat my food and enjoy this book. And lo and behold, it took me several hours, but I got that stuff done. And congratulations, love. I already said this, but your book is number three in the chapters uh, lane for me. <clears throat> I loved every single chapter. I don't know who's more I actually love. And I'm being honest. I have no clue. But all I know is that each and every chapter touched me. And I knew I had to contact you. I knew I had to contact the rest of the cast. Everybody has pretty much agreed take away a uh, one whisper Romeo. Mm. I still I still love you to holy hunt if you ever are listening to this. And I pray that one day I may get to interview you. And uh David Vine, he's uh being David. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <clears throat> but He's still welcome to be in uh, my multi-dimensional realm whenever he's ready to do so. <laughs> All right. So, Jan, uh, once more, thank you for agreeing to come on my show. 
So please give my listeners your background, Hunt. Yeah, so my background is actually in graphic web design, and I quit my job all the way back in 2009. I took a one-year career gap and decided to move to Southeast Asia. And in 2011, I launched my freelance business as a graphic designer slash web designer back when I was still living in Manila, Philippines. And yeah, slowly grew it from there. And I thought that's all that I wanted to do. I thought I would be doing graphic design forever, but I had more soul soul calling, like a soul whisper that pushed me to get into the publishing industry. I did a channel writing session back in 2015 and asked where my business would be in five years. And that's what came through was to have a successful publishing company. And so I believe I'm on my way there. I just registered my LLC this month and I transitioned or pivoted to I pivoted to the book marketing and book publishing back in 2019. That's when I published my first multi-author book or got the word out there. And then we launched my first birth book in 2020, January 2020. And then COVID happened. And then I launched the Ascension series this past March 2021. Ooh. We're here now. Yeah, hon. Yes, hon. <laughs> yes, yes, hon. Yes. That's the absolute, <laughs> absolute truth. I love that book so much. I have made it known to the world that I am supernaturally gifted. And not only that, I am a proud past lifer. And mm-hmm. I will keep on tooting those horns proudly. And the book that you actually made called Ascension, I said, ooh, I got to talk to these people. They are awesome. Some of them are past lifers like me. I definitely got to talk to them even more. Yes, I do. Oh, man, especially you, hon. Yeah, yeah, I believe that all of us are past lifers or what I like to call parallel lives, not just past lives because past, present, and future is happening all at once in a sort of metaphysical sense. So so I think the more accurate word is parallel lives. Even if you don't believe that you've had past lives, I think we all have. But then that's just my beliefs. I think you actually mentioned that in your chapter. And I'm still shocked in a sense that your chapter was the very last one. I thought it was, if, it, <laughs> if anything, it would have probably been like maybe midway. But then I saw that it was, I said, okay, that's cool beans. I don't mind. Let's see what Jan got. And then you just touched upon everything that you were talking about. And I said, oh, man, thank God she is actually taken. Thank God she's taken. Oh, man. Because... uh, Okay, mommies and daddies, I'm I'm sorry, but you're going to have to take the kids out the room because what I have to say to her 
It's not meant for little kids, is. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. <laughs> All right. So you got 10 seconds, mommies and daddies, to get the tykes out the room. All right. <clears throat> 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. You got four more seconds, mommies and daddies. Four, three, two, one. You've been warned. And I'll let you know when you can bring the text back in if I feel comfortable. Otherwise, that you've been warned. All right. <clears throat> so I've said this to uh, your cast members, and I think it's worthy to, to say to you two. All right, hon. So uh, I read your book, or excuse me, your chapter, and I said, uh-oh, history's repeating this up. So I got a boner in my hand. <laughs> While you were reading, you mean, or what do you mean? Uh, when I was reading your chapter at points, I caught a boner in my pants, and I said, "Oh, oh God, I'm kind of getting aroused." Thank <laughs> God, thank God, she's actually taken. <laughs> thank God, in a sense. Oh man. Because you were just like hitting so many powerful points, like how you uh, took your sexuality and just like made it a superpower, just like uh, the dragon hunt, uh, Karen and uh, surfer hunt, uh, <clears throat> Dion. I said, Oh man, I can just be free with this uh, sexuality thing. And if I ever actually got to tell her the truth, I would. And uh, here's my confession to you. <laughs> yep, yep. I had a boner, and I thank God that I kind of kept myself under control. Because if I had kept on uh, going on, I probably would have had like an eruption. <laughs> That's funny. That that does take guts to admit that on on screen, or I guess not on screen, but on what you would call like radio. But I guess I've been known to have that effect. And believe it or not, I've written erotica in the past, so my chapter is actually very tame compared to what I've written in the past. Ooh, uh, Jan Love is that kind of an invitation to Zachary Shadow actually uh, reading your erotics? I, uh, I yeah, I don't have those published yet. Ooh, well, if uh, you ever need somebody to read them, I'm your guy. I will gladly read them. I do have a upcoming book idea. I actually uh, briefly mentioned it in the introduction of the Ascension book, volume one, but it's going to be called Rebel Romance. So I feel like that not quite clear on how the direction is going to go on that, but I feel like that might be an exploration to delve into more erotic uh, topics, I guess you could say. Ooh. Kids, I always say this uh, on Universal Grounding or Black Lions Domain. I always get the juicy exclusives. 
I don't know why. It's absolutely awesome, Dean. Oh man. And I love it. I love it so much. So if you're not actually watching this and you're not really, I'm smiling like the six year old that I am. Oh man, oh man, oh man. But I'm generally my thirty four year old self and I'm just like a kid sitting next to his crush and saying, Oh wow. How cool is this? Oh, so Janlove, let me tell you, dear, if uh, you're still there. Oh, boy. I am looking forward to that book, uh, Rebel Romance. That really, do- that really does sound like something that you would come up with. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's boy. actually my one of my mentors came up with the name and kind of downloaded the whole program for me if I wanted it but uh she's really good with alliteration so I have to thank Leia Ardent for that one. Ooh, that is great 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 on Ooh. all right so where did you really get going with the writing Honestly, I've always written online back before blogs, before it was called blog. I I think it was called a web blog, like before they shortened it to blog. But before it was web blog, it was just online journaling. And so I got into that back when I was 13. The reason I learned web design was so that I could figure out how to design my own sites for online journaling. And so I got into that subculture then got into the blogger and then live journal and all of these things. And then blogging sort of had a coming of age on the internet where a lot of these bloggers, I was on a network called 20s SB bloggers, 20, like 20 year olds. And that was the only, that decade of 20 SB, my decade was the only time that they ever ran that, that group or that blogging network because it didn't, continue on to the next generation of 20 SBs. We just, I think that network closed off just through our now 30s SBs um, blogging family. But so I joined that back in the day and it like collectively sort of had a coming of age where a lot of the bloggers in that network started to take on online businesses and become entrepreneurs themselves. So that's my my early start. Oh, wow. Believe it or not, to some degrees or another, I was kind of a blogger myself. All right, so I was in college, I believe, and MySpace was a thing, kids. It did exist. I had my account, so I would just write whatever I felt in my heart at the time and just make it known, okay, this is what I don't like about certain things. This is what I love about certain things. And it felt free to me. And since then, I've been doing my own sets of writings. I did not come into the forefront of actually trying to get it published until last year. Everything that I pretty much had in writing was produced onto Facebook after MySpace. 
because MySpace started fading out. <laughs> Seriously. So I thought, okay, let's put my stuff on Facebook. And some people truly liked it. Now, fast forward about almost 12 years later, I'm in awe that I'm a best-selling author. Seriously. And it's because of our common link, Blair Hayes, or Blairkins, as Zachary Shiloh would call her. <clears throat> All right. So let's get into that. Uh, how did you mar- uh, meet Blairkins? Um, I'm not, I can't actually remember how we met. Uh, obviously through social media, through Facebook, we all have a bunch of common mutual friends. And I feel that the online coaching industry or service online service-based industry is such a small world, such a small community. So I feel like a lot of us know each other. And I think I, I launched my first birth book before she started her She Is Magic series. And she's consulted with me and has had me help her as part of her team to get her books launched to bestseller status. That's what I help her with on her book series. Oh, wow, love. I thought Blair actually had a little bit more uh, gumption on her own. I I didn't know that you had a hidden hand. Blairkins, (laughs) you like to keep secrets from Zachary Shiloh, and I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Because well, she says it in her introduction. She has everyone she thanks. And I know I'm always on there because I, I, I have her documents that I put into Kindle. Ooh, so you help edit it at times. No, no, not editing, sorry. I mean, like, formatting the Kindle book and then layouting the the print book, and then making sure that it gets to number one on launch day. Ooh, I love that very, very much. Uh, that puts me into what I call fantastic. I'm all tingly all over, especially as this uh, prayer candle actually still is lit up. <sighs> oh, man. All right, so you're the book doula, hun. How did that come all together? Um, I think because the way that I teach having a book and writing a book and my program is called Birth the Book, that it just felt natural that I would make my title be the doula or book doula because doulas are people who help you birth and they're they're there when you're like pushing out the baby and everything like that and so I'm there when the book actually launches helping ensure it gets to number one and I actually have partnered with the book midwife Sandra Stahuvik who is more the brains behind the the actual writing process. I mean, I know a little bit about that, but she, she, that is her expertise. And mine is more about the launch and post launch and, 
and book funnels and all of those things because of my graphic web design background. So basically, I just took all my skill sets and put it into the publishing industry. Oh, man. Hi, Sandy. If you're listening, hon. I appreciate our little chats back and forth. And I look forward to uh, talking about more with you in the future and even having you on this show, hon. And yes, I did marathon your entire YouTube channel. And I say that proudly. Proudly. Especially your, uh, what is it, five-day goddess challenge, if I'm correct. Please correct me if I'm wrong, hun. I appreciate it. Oh, man. So uh, how did you meet her? Yeah, let's go with that. How did you meet uh, Sandy? Yeah, Sandra. She is um, another one that I'm not quite sure how we met, but <laughs> she okay, ended okay. up liking my Facebook page, my business page, and then it lets you know who likes you sometimes or in that particular instance. And so I checked out her profile. I saw that she's into the book industry as well, but I was kind of like, not because I believe in collaboration over competition. So yeah. I don't feel like jealous or any sort of competition energy. I honestly had a girl crush from of her and then we ended up having the same mentor at the time. We were in the same exact program. And I, I didn't realize that she was in it. And then after that, there was just so many synchronicities with her. So many, like what we call, like we're twinning. We're twinning again because we're, we're doing the same thing. Or, and it ended up that we were basically launching the same exact program because she also does her own multi-author book. She's done yeah, um, yeah. the rebirth, I think wild woman rising series and things like that Leave of the... mm -hmm. mm. and so then she was launching another multi-author book called ascension and i said i'm doing ascension too so we just teamed up together and we decided to work on our businesses together and basically partner 50 50 oh. going forward yeah Oh, wow. I, I would have thought she would have been actually in that book. But now that I'm listening to you talk about it, I'm saying to myself, oh, wow. Why is she not in that book? I want to know her supernatural side even more. <laughs> yes, I do, Sandy. Zachary Shiloh would love that. I've already made myself known to you, hun, more ways than one. And I'm not ashamed. You're very close to what uh what Zachary Shiloh calls Zachary Shiloh's honeykins. Yes, you are. Yes, you are, Sandy. And you kind of are too, uh Jan. Mm, so thank you. You're welcome. And I'm very, very open to the universe. Oh, I don't know if you actually listened to uh, the previous uh, Universal Grounding with uh, Mayuko Fugino-chan from Japan. No. But I actually did tease something uh, towards the end, and I'm not ashamed to say. All right, so again, kids, I actually threw it out there that uh, Zachary Shadows Huntington is on the way. 
and the universe is teasing me with uh, certain signs and whatever is I should be looking out for. Number one sign for me is that uh, Honeycomb's is more than likely brunette. Mm. And I said this to uh, Mayuko that uh, in the last week, I've had certain Asian women in my uh, peripheral vision. Uh, you're one, Jan. Uh, uh -huh. Dion Garcia. Hold on a second. <clears throat> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hold on, kids. We actually got a, a little bit of a pause. So I will be right back. Ooh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, kids, I'm back. Had to get my mail for the day. I forgot to go check it. All right, so I was actually being teased by Asians in my peripheral version. Jan Love over here, Mayuko from Japan, and Dion Garcia from Hawaii. Oh, man, and I said, oh, Universe, are you trying to tell me that Zachary Shadow's Honeykins couldn't possibly be Asian? I am open to that completely. And if that's what you want, please give me stronger signs. <laughs> please give me stronger signs. I will not complain at all. I would love being Asian. That's something out of the ballpark, kids. I've never been with an Asian woman before. I've had myself plenty of Caucasians, but there's something about Asians that is like very, very exotic. I can't put my finger on it. Mm -hmm. But I'm open. I will keep on saying that forever. I'm open to Zach Krishakos, honey kids, being an Asian completely. And I'm not saying this because uh, Jan's on here. I'm not saying that because of. Uh, Mayuko Fukino was on and Dion Garcia was. I, I always loved uh, Asian women. Always loved Asians. Going back many, many years. And this is way before, oh Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. Before the uh, Asian hate quote-unquote uh, movement came along. I always loved uh, Asians because they had this uh, very powerful zen or energy to them. Like when Jan does her live videos, she's like bopping around or uh, singing along or even doing some other stuff. And I'm saying, this girl's got some life to her. I dig that. And God bless the man that she's with. God bless him. Now let that be Zachary Shiloh's honey kids. Let her actually have some zest like that. Mm. Mm. Chef's kiss. All right. So <laughs> let's get back to action, kids. Oh, boy. All right. So you touched upon in your chapter that you're a witch. Mm -hmm. Would you like to discuss that, love? 
So I've never really resonated much with religion. I've always been more spiritual than religious and and Buddhism actually is is the religion that I feel or philosophy that I feel more most aligned with. And I, just looking at other people online and the online coaching business or coaching industry as a whole and like the different types of people on my Facebook feed and things like that. And I, I feel more people, and especially in 2020, I think awakened a lot of people, including myself, to just owning more of their weird, owning more of their magic and and like letting their freak flag fly. So I I felt more comfortable to to share that I was kind of a witch or I don't know what that even means specifically. Uh, I'm not like pagan. I mean, I probably do have pagan underpinnings or I know um, the dragon doula, uh, Karen, also has been in the Unitarian Universalist Church growing up. And that was another thing that just on those online quizzes, what is your religion type of thing? And I always got... (laughs) I always got Unitarian Universalists out of that. It was my answer. And then Buddhism was another strong one too, but actually Unitarian Universalist topped that even. So supposedly I'm a Unitarian Universalist and that's basically just a hodgepodge of different beliefs and systems and even atheists. So I don't know. Mm. I just feel like I, I live by my intuition. I live by my magic and by flow and try to live in the now and that's what I feel is like living a witch sort of lifestyle I guess well I love that aspect because I knew my share of witches and I'm not just talking about in this life I'm saying in general past lives and I said ooh add her to the list of cool ones I actually loved how you owned it in your chapter, and it sounded like one eroticism after another. And I said, "Ooh, I wonder uh, what style of magic she'll bring to my show or my life." And lo and behold, you dare you wound up becoming my teacher in a sense uh-huh. <laughs> uh, with your storytelling uh, saga. And I said. Oh, yes, this is a great opportunity to just even pick her brains for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, I don't regret actually doing so. And I believe I wanted to be under your tutelage to go into Ascension. So again, Kit, I have made this known to public that I, Zachary Shiloh, want to be in Ascension. I own everything that I am. And as much as I love Blair Hayes and anybody that's listened to my show, especially Linda Carducci could possibly uh, state that Zachary Shiloh has a crush on Blair. Okay, I admit it. 
I admit it to some degrees or another. Yes, I actually have a crush on Blair Hayes. <laughs> but our relationship goes beyond that. It's like uh, Zachary Shiloh kind of having a school, schoolyard crush, but in a more uh, sisterly form. And I knew that with Blair, I could not get away with certain aspects of my life. That mm -hmm. of being supernaturally gifted, because I knew that her audience was mainly female. Not only that, but <clears throat> Blair, during a family chat, on the road to They Are Magic, actually spoke of uh, sensitivities. So I could not make myself known on the supernatural front because I thought that was a little bit too sensitive for Blair's audience. But then uh, Jan came along. Yes, she did. And I got excited and I'm not talking about my booner kids. So in this case, <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. And that says, all right. So I read the book and I felt a connection. I said, all right, Jan, I would like to eventually join you. And she said, okay. And I said, oh, this is really cool beans. So eventually... I'm gonna join the cast. My thing right now, and this has been reconfirmed from uh, my day at work. After May or June, uh, my main focus as far as uh, my money situation is to get rid of over $7,000 debt that I have. That's amazing. And Thanks, Jan. I appreciate it. Uh, <clears throat> sadly, I could not join Jan in the second round of Ascension. I don't know if I'll be available for uh, number three, but I'm definitely shooting for four. I'm definitely shooting for four because my story, Flotastic, needs to come out. Jan's uh, story Everybody's story in Ascension touched me. I knew I had an outlet to be unfiltered and just speak my truth. And whenever I'm ready, and I'm still saying this to you, uh, love, I'm going to be a part of Ascension. I'm not giving up that dream without a fight mm -hmm. because I want my story published. She wants my story published. Dion Garcia wants my story published. The Dragon Hunt, the Dragon Hunt, who's, <laughs> who should go into the White House in 2032. Please correct me if I'm still wrong or right, uh, Karen. She wants my story told. And that's going to happen. Now, only God knows when. That's going to happen. I'm going to work on my story and get that sucker finished. Eventually, I'm going to get it in the I'm not giving up that job at all. At all. 
and anybody that thinks that I shouldn't tell my story. Uh, mommies and daddies, I hope your kids are out the road when I say these words. <clears throat> Fuck you. <clears throat> I'm not ashamed. I want my story. They want my story. And that's good enough for me. And that's the bottom line because I said so. All right, hun. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, you actually have a book division called Dark Quarks. What's that all about? So that came to me, like I said, I pivoted my business from graphic web design to publishing. It's, it's all tied around my birth story too, which was the the inspiration for my first book series called Birth. And it's all about that birthing process, a creative process, that gestational period of that sort of blank slate of creation. But we actually don't create from like a white, space that's a blank white space I feel we actually create from the dark and so dark corks publishing came to be because that is for me like that beginning of the universe or like I said I'm not religious but this just kept coming to my mind the genesis in the beginning of the in the beginning there was the word and the yeah. word and the word was God or <laughs> see, I don't even know my, my Bible verse, but um, for, for me, the word is that means that that's sound and the sound is Aum, the sound of the universe or God for me is Aum, like Aum. And yeah, then I looked up what dark quarks are and it's like these black hole I don't know. I just felt like that was a good, a good tribute to my journey of spirituality, which was coming from atheism to believing in God, which was my spirituality, like science. I came through spirituality through the back door of science, which was like, there was a lot of, there's a lot of, um, I guess you could say connections between science and spirituality and especially in metaphysics and like the different quarks or particles and how like particles can move instantaneously no matter what how far distance they are so those sorts of things they start to explain spirituality the the interconnectedness of all beings and that was just my inspiration for dark quarks is a science and spirituality point at which they meet oh and oh i hear a kitty in the background that's my kitty Ooh, is it black yep i have a black cat yes on yes yes on yes I love black cats. Oh man, they actually give me good luck, and I miss a certain black cat. I'm with me. He's been dead nearly 
Aww. <sighs> and he was my second fiance's cat way longer before I adopted. And I still remember his last day on earth. Aww. Jesus. And I'm happy and grateful that I had time off at that. But he was so loving. He was so kind. Yeah, sure, he sometimes bit you. Uh-huh. That little crazy prick. But he loved everybody. And I try to be the absolute same one. Even people that kind of irk me. I try to be loving and kind and see things from a different standpoint. So huh? Shadow of the Cat, I miss you. My ways don't like And I hope that you are with your mother are always buried. My ways Because she could use help. Alrighty. So I believe we touched upon everything. Oh, mommyhood. Mommyhood. So uh how did you become a mommy? Oh, okay. Um, I want to talk more about black cats. <laughs> okay, you can do that. Okay. Oh, because you said your cat's name is Shadow. Yeah. And mine is actually, could be translated as light. I kind of named her based off of Philippine Tagalog word which means star between. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I like that. Star. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Star the black cat. Ooh, that really is an exotic thing. <laughs> Jan Love, you be hitting these uh, things out the park. Huh? Yes, you do. I knew I had to have you on my show. Just like the dragon hunt and server hunt. I'm going to start calling you magic hunt. Yep, yep. Oh, I love that. Magic hunt over here, kids. Please, 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 please. Follow her on social media. She is right. She's been doing this video series now where she's actually looking in the cam and basically telling you what's on her mind and uh-huh. every single day i've supported it like if she was zachary shine those honey kiss <clears throat> but uh, i do it out of respect anyways because i like what she had to talk about the most recent stuff is more so towards the writing side of life and Anybody that knows me knows I love to write and talk about writing. So I do have to support you because it's right. One writer, suppose, uh, let's try this again. One writer supports another. And that's why I knew I had to be a part of our team eventually. Because we all take care of each other. So. Mm-hmm. 
And tonight, hon, uh, what number are you up to now? Oh, I, I can't even keep track. I think it's 12, <laughs> 12 days, but I technically skipped yesterday. Oh, so are you going to do kind of like a double? Start over. <laughs> you got to start over? No, no, I'm just joking. Because <laughs> I missed the day. I was about to say, Jan Love, you've entered something that's kind of like 75 hard. Oh, God. <laughs> You're not losing weight. You actually have to do a video series from the beginning if you failed. Oh, wow. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, that 75 hard. I, I haven't tried that, but I've heard about it. I should what? probably do it. <laughs> Janet Brent, let me tell you right now, you don't have to lose weight, damn it. <laughs> you don't look like the type that has to lose weight. Lose weight. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. You may, no, no. I don't think you really have to lose any weight. I think you have a nice form to you. Mm -hmm. uh, do you suffer from uh, any health ailments or anything like that yeah i do have high blood pressure so oh, oh okay my weight has gone a little bit up since uh the pregnancy so to keep it down like to keep my blood pressure down i should maybe lose if go back to my pre-baby weight oh okay so all right i'll endorse you then i'll endorse you all right 75 heart for jan love and if you don't mind, I'll actually uh, post it on social media. I'll be like, go, Jan Love, go, Jan Love, go. <clears throat> what the 75 are. So far, I've seen two women actually do 75 hard. Uh, one's name is April Lauren, who I would love to be a guest on this multidimensional realm one day. Mm -hmm. And the other is a quote-unquote listener of this show. Hi, Jilly Love, or uh, Miss Green Eyes from YouTube. Hmm. Yeah, they both are doing this 75 hard. I believe uh, April Lauren is now like a day 50, and uh, Jilly Love, I think she's got to be like, like in uh, day 48 or 49. Oh, thank God for uh, Instagram, real quick. All right, Instagram. Yeah, I was right. Day 49. So, uh, Jillian Love, my future guest in Black Lions Domain, you are doing a great job, hon. And please keep oh. it up. I love your transformation completely, completely, Jillian Love. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. To think that you are only almost 25 days away from being done. I can't help but get more excited to actually have you on and talk about it. So I think it would be good for you, Jan, if you really are serious. Do you know what that's all about? I uh, briefly know a little about it where forget all of the things you have to do but it's like 
two hours of exercise a day it seems like and yeah so uh from what i understand it's broken up into like uh two 45 minute workouts not only that but uh you're supposed to do like a few day uh not a few days a few minutes reading supposedly take a bef- not a before a progress picture every single day uh, and if you mess up <laughs> this is uh the thing that kind of drives me bonkers you mess up you gotta start from the beginning <laughs> until you reach all the way to the end and this is where Zachary Shiloh gives up Miss Green Eyes and April Lauren respect. They somehow, some way, have actually lasted. They are nearly, no, they are over halfway done. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. And to see where they were to where they are now. Yes, uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. That's all I can say. Yes, uh, yes. Because they're just like knocking it out the park. Whereas uh, other hunts, they would just say, oh, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like one sweetheart, uh, she's not even doing 75 hard. I forgot what her name is. I think I'll link the video eventually. But she's automatically quitting her health improvement journey. I said, what? Excuse me? And she's crying and everything else. I'm saying, (laughs) do it. You can do it. Don't give up. Don't give up. But hey, not everybody's in the race to win. So whatever that sweetheart's name is, I respect you, hun. And God bless you wherever you are. And no, kids, it's not a kiss from kiss and tell who I keep on talking about here and there. It's somebody completely different. All right. So, okay. Uh, one more thing before we start hitting the end. All right. Psychic. Psychic abilities, hun. You got any? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I had some prophetic dreams when I was a kid, and then I went to the mental hospital because of some circumstances with an Ouija board and seeing different visions and things like that. And so they medicated me, and I haven't had any prophetic dreams since then. But I feel like sometimes I have like a clear cognizance, like a clear, like a inner knowing of things and just different random synchronicities where I'll think about wanting to have more one on one clients. And then randomly someone messages me to work with them and get their book out there and they decide to pay in full and different things like that. I don't know what Claire I am. I know that. I have some ability and I think I did some stellar testing and I'm just very unsure. So I'm going to have to do the testing again to find out which one. I know there's clairvoyance, clairs, so many clairs. Oh man. 
Yeah, and I've always been fascinated with past life experiences, like stories of past life, or no, is it near death experience? Sorry, and of well, yeah, stories of past life too. But I've been fascinated by near death experiences since I was a kid and different paranormal <laughs> things. I remember having a friend in childhood named Brent, my last name, and I was trying to make a connection with him, like. Let's see if we can dream the same thing together. Let's think about this and then see if we can have that dream. <laughs> so, oh, wow. I've been connected or feel like there's a connection to things. Oh, man, man, man. Uh, so I've touched upon like how I actually got into this whole entire me being a past life thing. I love telling my story. I don't. So, please indulge me, kids, as I tell Jen, and I don't think she's heard this. All right, so I was, quote-unquote, spiritually awakened in 2007. I already experienced a few little moments of a pre-spiritual awakening, legit. I swear I was maybe six to seven-ish when I thought I actually was running around the park with my granddad, my uh, father's father in this life. Uh, I almost killed myself when I was 16. And what stopped me is what I refer to as the uh, angel of mercy. Now, fast forward uh, four years after I almost killed myself, and I actually was with my then-girlfriend, Melody, or Mel Mel, as I call her. So she kissed me while I was laying down her bed because I was kind of want from a college, I believe. I, I think that's what happened. And lo and behold, I'm looking at these visions in my head. And I'm saying to myself, What's going on here? What's going on here? I see a guy painting a fence and this uh, red-haired woman going, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and go and behold, the nah, 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 nah was Mel Mel. The guy painting the fence was me. I said, hmm. what is this? And she said, you're remembering your memories. And I said, those are my memories. Yes. And we, lo and behold, actually had several discussions about it, and other lives started to come into forefront. Like, hmm. I actually am in Native Indian, like from this land. Hmm. My name at that point in time was uh, the Buffalo that runs. Uh, Mel Mel was kind of a uh, pilgrim, but uh, she cared about me i don't know why beyond uh our past bond to each other but i could recognize that nah, 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 anywhere and a good while times whenever i hear those uh little teases that's melmo mm -hmm. <laughs> i would say oh my god you why do you have to nah, 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 nah. <laughs> why i love you so much, but why do you got a nan 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 nan? Hey, Melville, if you ever listen to this, 
I want to know why do you nah, 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 Zachary Shiloh whenever we actually get reincarnated? Why? Is that your main way of letting me know it's you? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. <sighs> but I actually divulge in that and my ascension to the flow state and mm. my chapter for your series. Oh, are you writing it currently? Yeah, I'm still writing it. Like I told you, I read your book and already had this chapter kind of started because I wanted to bring myself to the forefront in writing. I already did it in a sense of uh, who I am generally, but I knew that, again, Blair, as much as I love her to Holy, I love her holy. Uh, mm. I knew there was sensitivities with her and her audience, and I couldn't touch that realm. Now, you came along with the whole entire cast of Ascension and number one, and I said, yeah, this is right. I was waiting for an opportunity to actually go hardcore, as I actually said to uh, Dion, because I felt the world should know. You already experienced me by way of losing weight and my growing up with the internet. Now, why don't you experience me for truly who and what? And I talked to you about it and you were for it. And I said, yeah, I gotta start getting back into this fantastic thing. And I have a great reason. So you may not see me right now, Jan, but I'm bound to you in respects. Because it's right. And I may not join you for two and three right away because I still owe Mary Morrissey seven plus thousand dollars to be <laughs> doing away with. And that's coming along. That's going to come along because I keep on saying this. I believe in the universal laws that govern everything. There are moments in time where things just come together. Like Blair coming into my life. That had to happen because I was putting off Black Lions Roar forever and people wanted that story out. And she gave me the out to do so. So again, Blair, I love you wholly. Thank you very much. And now... I need to be free. I need to get rid of Mary Morrissey as much as I love her. I don't like having the letters D, E, B, T attached to my being. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure everybody else out there, the kids out there, as I would say in my outro, don't like that either. But we all have to go through something. We all have to. 
All right, so we've done everything. I think it's time we can start to wrap this bad boy up. What do you think, Hunt? Oh, we did skip the birthing story. Oh, the birthing? The mother okay. said. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, Hit it. Let's talk to my well, let's talk about cats. <laughs> crazy cat lady. <laughs> you ain't no crazy cat lady. You're a wonderful yeah. cat lady. You actually are proud of your cats. Yeah, I just have one cat who chose me, but um, I feel like the motherhood story is almost like another psychic story. Ooh, you want to talk about it? Um, I feel it's more subtle, but I Cliff notes. back in my back in my blogging days with twenty SB group that I had talked about and being on Blogger, I think that was the platform that I used, Blogspot. I wrote a letter to my future child, and I was always the type of person that was like a maybe to having kids. I never felt that I wanted kids from an early start. Like some kids just know that they want to become mothers. Like when when you're actually kids, I feel like kids have a tendency to know about that type of future, whether they want to have kids or not because they're playing mom or they're playing house. I never played house. I was always playing teacher instead so that's kind of the coaching aspect of what i do now but mm. oh, it was always like a one or one or none for me and so i had a sense that there was maybe one out there for me like if you have an idea that maybe a soul is meant for you or meant to be born to you and it's like a soul contract that you have together and so I ended up having a kid and I didn't actually, it's kind of funny cause I had done a kickboxing challenge. I, I started one at a, a local gym at the time and it was one of those things where if, if you can, if you can lose X amount of weight, I forget how they calculated that, but based on <laughs> some sort of thing that they did, then you can do this challenge for free. If not, then you pay like $500. And I was like, okay, I'm game. And, or, or like if um, you don't win, you forfeit winning if you're pregnant. I'm like, okay, pff, like forget that. But I actually wasn't on birth control at the time. And uh, we weren't really keeping track of things. And I didn't realize while I was doing this kickboxing challenge, I was pregnant. <laughs> And I ended up losing 10 pounds or 11 pounds, but it wasn't enough to win the challenge. And um, it was one of those things where obviously they want to get you into their gym membership after afterwards. And I was paying it for a time. But when I found out that I was pregnant after their challenge, I was like so embarrassed that I didn't want to go back to the gym and I canceled the membership and <laughs> but I found out because well obviously my period was not 
like happening that month, but I have an irregular period anyway. Like it's kind of a long cycle. So sometimes I do end up skipping a month. So it's just always questionable for me, but like I'm always taking the pregnancy test. And so that time the test came out positive and I ended up having a sort of complicated pregnancy. I was wanting to have like a home birth and water birth and all these things. But around, I think 20 weeks, I started getting that high blood pressure that I was talking about earlier. And then, so they canceled me as a client, the midwife place that I was going to, and they preferred me to the maternal fetal medicine team, which deals with high risk pregnancies. And at the time I was already considered an older um, woman for pregnancy. I forget the terms like geriatric or something (laughs) like you're old. Oh, come on. (laughs) Cause I was like 34 turning 35. So I birthed when I was 35 years old and I ended up having her three months early. She was 28 weeks. She was a pound and a half. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a channel session, like asking why she had to be born so early. And the reason that I got was that she wanted to come faster. Like she couldn't wait. She's like, put the pedal to the metal on life. She (laughs) wanted to just get started. (laughs) Let's get started in here. Like it's a party or something. And also that the only, the only way out was through that I really need to needed to share my story and help other women share theirs, help other visionary leaders share their story. And that coincided with me getting the publishing company started because that was again, what I had channeled from 2015. And it was like this full circle moment. She was nudging me to that part of my soul contract. Oh, you're, you're great for a woman in her uh, mid to upper thirties. That's awesome. Hmm. Oh, that makes my soul all flow faster right now. <laughs> oh, mommy at 38, 39. That's a beautiful kids. This is why Zachary Shiloh loves talking to mommies and daddies. It's absolutely fine. Even though some mommies and daddies actually let me get away with talking about some naughty, naughty thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. So uh, mommies and daddies out there, don't think that Zachary Shiloh is completely I actually am very aware that some of you got kids out there, like legit little kids. And hence the term why I say, mommies and daddies, you need to get your kids out the room because there's some stuff that will not be kid friendly to their ears. (laughs) So in the future, mommies and daddies, if I actually lay it out there, I mean it. There's some stuff that I will say to a woman or a man that need to be said, and I will warn you, 
I will warn you out of respect for your kids because they're not old enough yet to go out of unless they already are over the age of 13 and they are experiencing these things themselves. <clears throat> I know I was. <laughs> I know I was. Oh, boy. <sighs> oh, what it is to live a nice life. All right, Jen, you did a lovely job being on my show. I wish that I could bring you back at some point for uh, during the rest of the season. And I understand you got a double show to get committed to eventually. All right, hon, let's start wrapping this bad boy up. So I usually ask three things. <clears throat> All right, number one. What can Zachary Shiloh do for you going forward, uh, Magic Hunt? Hmm. I mean, your support is really great, so just keep, just keep, keep on doing it. <laughs> yes, yeah. ma'am. All right. <clears throat> your hopes for the future, my love, are that we all get along, and there is no poverty. Oh, yes, hon, yes. Yes, hon, yes. Yes, hon, yes. I love bringing these Ascension heads on my show, kids. They keep on hitting these uh, responses out the park. <laughs> I don't I don't know who was the best, but whenever they say yes, hon, yes, out of me, I stick by it. So no complaints. All right, Jan. One last thing before we start plugging away your stuff, if you got anything. Mm -hmm. If not today, can I bother you within the next week to a month for possible recommendations to join me on the show? You mean for number two or? Yeah, sure. Yeah, to join me on this interview segment called Universal Grounding and Black Lions Domain. I'm always looking for guests and I could hear a certain somebody by the name of Heather Scott saying, you don't need to actually do that because of uh, what happened to you about a month ago. Um, Heather, I love you. Thank you for your concern still. But I'm not giving up on recommendation ever ever because that was just one person and since then my life has gotten way better because I got the likes of Jan on yes I do so recommendations they will forever be part of my show that was one piece of turd that I'm happy did not come on my show mm -hmm. <laughs> That was one piece of turn. I'm happy to not come on. So, Heather, love, if you ever are listening to this, I pray that you return one day. But Zachary Shallow, once again, is not giving up recommendations. That was just one piece of shit. Oh, I'm sorry, mommy, mommy and daddy. <laughs> that slipped out. <laughs> uh, 
and it did on purpose. So I'm not apologizing in that sense. Alrighty. Before we really hit the stop button, Jan, is there anything you would like to plug away? Yeah, my birth the book program, which is to become a best-selling author in a multi-author book, is just an ongoing program that I have, an ongoing offer. So it's not, it's I guess you could consider it an evergreen offer. It's always open to new authors. Oh, so you went beyond that five-day deal that we did? What's that? Yeah. Yeah, so this is my signature offer. It's three months because from the time that you join to the time of the actual book launch, it's usually about three to four months. Oh, wow. So I get to be mentored by you for about three months. That is cool. Beans. And, uh, well, Sandra Stokowitz. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know how to pronounce her name before. Sandy Stackowitz be a part of uh, this going forward too. Yes. Ooh, yes, on yes, yes, on yes. And yes, Sandra, I am a very big fan of you. Yeah, to get more galactic results with two book experts instead of one. And kids, if you're not a part of that circle please be it's absolutely fun these girls they got great laughs they got just great life to them and i will recommend that to anybody shit and sandy sandy kids or sandy love don't be ashamed please don't be ashamed you actually got great vibes to you overall, hun. And Zachary Shiloh bows to you and respects if you are listening to this. And please respond to me on social media one day. <laughs> please. I would appreciate it. All right, Jen. Thanks for coming on my show. And I will leave the links to everybody that you provide or I find. All right, kids. This has been Black Lions Domain, better known now as Universal Grounded, where I talk to guests about what I know about them and what they know about me. There is one goal, one aim, one road, one focus, and that's Love, kids. That's what this general podcast called Black Lions Airspace was founded on. And I say this. We don't need the donkeys. We don't need the elephants or the royals. We need each other. Mutual. We may be different by way of look, but there is one universal family title. And that is called human beings. And I will never stop promoting that because I love all of you out there. And that is fashionly goes for Jen, love here. Yes, yes. So 
with that said, you can find me on social media as Zachary Shiloh and Black Lion One Three Zero, respectively. I can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please don't be afraid to be in touch. I will respond to you. It, even if it's me venting, <laughs> I have what they call passion. And with that said, I bow to you all in respect. Take care of yourself. And we do have two more episodes of Universal Grounding coming up. I say in two days' time, I have my friend Jen from the Dragon's Den Wrestling Podcast coming back because she's got stuff to vent <laughs> about <laughs> recent stuff in Japan, and I agree. And believe it or not, kids, this Ascension Tour is not over because on Sunday, the 25th, I have the long-awaited Aleka Rose joining me for what should have happened yesterday. <laughs> so she will be talking to me about uh, her ties to our mentor, Blair, being a part of this cast with Jan and anything else that she's blessed me enough to deal with. But that said, Please just follow us all. Take care. Good night. I love you. We're out of here.